bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Arzu, and this is Misogynist of the Week. And who is our Misogynist of the Week, Arzu? It's JK Rowling. And why? Okay, so we know that JK Rowling is one of the most, like... She's turfy. Yeah, we know that JK Rowling is known for being a transphobe. And she did not let us down this week when amid a global uprising against anti-blackness and for justice for black communities and victims of police brutality, she took on to Twitter to undermine and attack the experiences of trans people and gender non-conforming individuals who also menstruate. Okay, really? And she did not, honestly, she did not shy away from basically... Uh, going on a turfy rampage and equating people who call her uh, her and women like her turfs uh, with folks who at some point called called women bitches and witches and burnt them at the stake and I think her uh, complete not only her complete disregard and tone deafness when it comes to you know reading the room um is really what makes her terrible is just the fact that she continues to like push trans uh, transphobic narratives that lead to violence and marginalization for trans women everywhere and she went as far as saying that she has no problem with people um, who are trans and she's been actually empathetic to trans people for decades but she feels like that um you know calling uh you know using words like people who menstruate instead of just saying women um is actually harmful to people who are actually women like her and not necessarily using language that is more trans inclusive and reflects the experiences and the realities of people who do menstruate but who are not women and who identify either as non-binary or who are trans women who who do not have um the the female sexual organs right and it's very it's very transphobic because it really just reduces it's misogynist and transphobic and it really reduces the experience of womanhood uh to biology and women's ability to um you know uh, uh, reproduce which is actually a very patriarchal notion um and i think because of that reason she deserves the title of being uh misogynist of the week so i'm looking at um a tweet here and she said and i am just she says if sex isn't real there's no same sex attraction if sex isn't real you know who she sounds like she sounds like trisha paytas Do you know Trisha from YouTube? No. Uh, never mind. I think the, the the listeners who get it will get it. <laughs> That's another conversation. Oh, well, I I usually just stay away from YouTube yeah. because it's a fucking pit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. <laughs> anyway, she's like, if sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I I'm confused by this whole tweet. 
I know and love trans people, but erasing their concept of sex removes the ability to many of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. Okay, when I see it isn't hate to speak the truth. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Whenever I see those words, I'm like somebody just said something hateful. Okay. But whose truth, though? You know whose well, truth? That's Your the other truth. thing. And is she, <laughs> that you're she, trying to enforce upon everybody is she, else? Is she mixing up sex and gender? Exactly right. When she said, "If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is ra- erased." That's the definition <laughs> of transphobia, right? That yeah. is the problem with gender and right. sex, right? Because gender and sex are two separate concepts, both of which exist on a spectrum, spectrum, and are not binaries. And the problem is that we have taken, uh, fi- we have gender is when we apply social and like socially constructed characteristics to biological um characteristics that people are naturally born Mm -hmm. with right and that's exactly the problem conflating the two making forcing the two to always align with each other that's actually very i love the way you put that if forcing the two to always align this this idea of sameness that's is what is the cis experience right like yeah go ahead because like uh, you know like biology isn't binary it exists on a spectrum and in fact many people's bodies possess a combination of physical and biological characteristics that are typically categorized within the binary of male and female so our hormones our reproductive sex organs there are so many different things that exist within our biology that don't always align with what is has historically been considered as female and male within biological standards and the same goes for gender right gender is defined by a set of characteristics and norms that are assigned to us based on arbitrary sex categories which we just talked mm-hmm. about right so it gender is not our sex it's not biological but it's how we think our identity is and the context of how like norms and gendered roles function within our society and they're both like on a spectrum right they're they're they are fluid a lot of times they are fluid especially gender and uh, again even uh, you know with with jk rowling you know like people who menstruate are women you know that's what she's basically insisting it's like don't say people who menstruate say women but the reality is like okay if a woman stops like if a cisgender woman who's never had any doubts about her gender identity and the gender that was assigned to her at birth stops menstruating which most and a lot of you know all women do at some point in our lifetime does that make make us like not women anymore like do women fit hit 50 and they're suddenly men because they can't menstruate anymore like it is it is completely it's just it's pure transphobia Mm -hmm. right it's based on like like a trans exclusive like radical feminist idea that reduces women to our biology and our ability to reproduce and uh again it absolves all of this like oppressive Mm -hmm. systems that have defined for years how we should live our lives and whether or not we have access to resources based on a like an arbitrary category that is just built to maintain power disimbalance right you're you're, and uh, can i can i interrupt just to say like you're blowing my mind right now okay carry on 
I'm like, I'm done with TERFs. And like, it's, it's, it's even worse, right? Because when you are a person who has such wide global reach, it's not ignorance, it's pure negligence and violence to go around and to refuse to learn and to refuse to understand the lived realities of not just women, but like your audience worldwide. And it's, it's not surprising coming from JK Rowling. We've known she's racist. We know, you know, like the slaves in her books love and enjoy being slaves. And, you know, the only Chinese oh my character gosh. in her book actually has two Korean last names. We know that this is not our girl. But like, and just the fact that in the middle of these Black Lives Matter protests, that what that's what she decided to focus on. I'm just like... Like, the K in JK stands for Karen. <laughs> like, that's it. I can't. I'm dying. <laughs> it's, and it's everywhere, right? And it's, like, it's even worse, because it's, like, it's not just within, like, to really be intersectional, it is not just within, like the concept of transphobia that we need to think about this but like talking about like colonialism and imperialism and how uh, transphobia and these like western and christian ideas of like gender and sex have been like used against indigenous communities uh to enforce gender hierarchies and social hierarchies yeah, uh, is is like it's that's also very important because like we know that in indigenous societies across North America for thousands of years, there were gender identities and gender roles that were went beyond men and women, right? That like it it was like only upon first contact and through colonialism that these gender identities were erased and transformed to reflect um European constructs of gender and sexuality, um that then led to like a normalization of like heterosexual sexuality and gender binaries and, also, and even today, and sexism like, and misogyny yeah like and the, sexism the British, and misogyny the British right impor- these are all they, they imported that that wasn't that was yeah, not yeah. known before white people showed up like there were like a lot exactly. of matriarchal societies that functioned very well yeah like these were societies where like indigenous women they they had power and autonomy over their body over who they shared it with how many people they shared it with and who they chose to reproduce with right like exactly it was completely matriarchal and it was only through colonialism Mm -hmm. and brutal force and Mm -hmm. violence against indigenous communities that That um, they conformed to these concepts and these realities were conformed Yeah, yeah exactly Exactly, right and uh it like and we're at a point like today where like two-spirit folks and trans folks and queer folks within indigenous communities now have to fight for their right to be accepted in their own communities and within the broader world and uh, continue to face some high rates of like violence and murder and like unemployment and oppression because of these uh like colonial constructs and again jk rowling is jk rowling but for the rest of us as feminists unless we are standing up to this unless we're taking action on this unless we're challenging this uh, honestly like i'm just gonna like you know like hand over your feminist badge yeah yeah right yeah that's it i agree i agree um i also want to say that also the um 
the bru- the brutalization of black trans women is an epidemic. Yes. And for her to yes. talk about this nonsense during uprisings, uprisings that are meant to um that are that are meant to oppose police brutality, anti-blackness um is is not only tone deaf, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. The rate of death, the rate of murder of black trans women should be on the national agenda. It is not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's Pride Month, yeah. right? And the fact that, like, there are people in my DMs or there are people, like, uh, like I've had to unfollow people who are complaining about how, uh, you know, like, it's Pride Month, like, let's center, like, pride and our narratives in this conversation. And I'm like, okay, listen, white gay dude. Yeah. Um, pride, like, you have co-opted pride from a movement that was built by Black and Latinx and racialized trans women and gender queer folks for hundred like for tens of years for decades and now the one time where pride is correlating with an uprising of black voices against police brutality which is what started pride in the first place you're nagging and complaining about the fact that like you know you like you didn't complain about pride when covid canceled it like y'all were all right with that but the moment that it started to specifically we started to specifically talk about black lives suddenly everybody has a problem with it like i'm sorry like the that's why like pride movements lgbt movements it's often been very uncomfortable for me to interact with them because of these like white centered narratives right and exactly like what you say is completely like jk rowling like if she was actually if she actually tolerated or supported trans people in ways that she claims to do um, she would have known better and she would not have posted those stupid tone-deaf transphobic tweets. Exactly. And that's why she's our misogynist of the week. She deserves it. Like, I'm surprised. No. I don't think we've had her. No. It took us, it took us so long. Well, I know, because here. there there was lower hanging fruit at the time, I'm sure. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Literally, as soon as I saw her tweets, like Michelle Obama's voice went up, it, like went on in my head. I was like, "Girl, you've done it again. Ah, Here you are ah, being ah. transphobic." <laughs> but well, it's terrible. It's well, terrible. Well, Pride. It's funny you should mention Pride Month. Um, uh, I believe this is in. Is it Indigenous history? Aboriginal? Is it Aboriginal? It's history? also Indigenous History Month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Indigenous History Month too, and I have not seen. I have seen solidarity more more than complaint. Yeah. So you know exactly. Yeah. I so I want to contrast that because what I find is that, and don't get me wrong, like I, the the <laughs> the gay community is still very white supremacist, and yeah, you know. Some of them are the most problem. Some of those white gay dudes, especially white gay lawyers and stuff, are the oh most problematic. God, okay. Yeah. Are problematic, and they uh, reproduce these these systems of oppression in that community, yeah. just like feminism reproduces systems of oppression. Yeah. Because we haven't decolonized them. 
And we yeah. haven't built the space where we can actually have a decolonized movement. Yeah. So that's my whole thing. I mean, that's yeah. We should. We really. And I, I will pay attention more to this too about 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 um, the intersection of trans, black, uh, black police brutality and pride. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a very interesting space right there that's not getting a lot of light. Yeah. And I feel like just to leave our listeners with some points of action, I think um, there are more tangible ways of supporting trans communities and by following organizations, by building relationships, by just doing a Google search and educating yourself, you can learn a lot more about how you can actively support trans communities and trans uh, organizations locally. But I think uh, something that I tell everyone is really like it starts with us, right? Like challenging our own understandings of gender and sex and learning gender roles and cis sexist standards that define our lives on the basis of our assigned gender and birth. Like that is feminism. That's feminism 101, right? So, uh, you know, anything other than that to me is really just uh, like white, white, like maternal essentialist feminist, like bullshit that um does more harm than serve um and i'm not with it right and i think um moving forward and like moving away from like the women's sector and the feminist space i think prioritizing ending violence against trans and gender diverse folks as you said especially those who are black indigenous and racialized should be a central goal of uh, our movements, whether it be in the LGBT um, community, whether it be in the uh, the um, prison and the police um, abolition movements. I think cons- understanding that by supporting the most marginalized members of our communities, we're actually addressing a lot of the underlying problems um, that provide the ground for all sorts of discrimination is actually what we should be focused on. And I think just calling out harmful behavior in our workplaces, in our communities, and making sure that we're encouraging meaningful collaboration and paid education coming from trans communities and educators will really help us address those problems. And I mean, all of that, again, making sure that we have an anti-racist lens, we do have an anti-oppressive lens when talking about these issues. It's, it is a process, it is unlearning. We're all going through our own journeys, but making sure that we are at least um, reducing harm and understanding how there are power plays and there are power dynamics that go on to make life hard for trans people and for gender queer people. I think it is the least we can do to start um, that journey and that unlearning process. And on that note, there's our misogynist of the week. So uh, catch us on social, email us. Um, also, you know, if you want some more resources and a way to impact uh, young women's leadership is the place to go. If you want more um, equity with the intersection of technology, not in my color is the place to go. And of course, bad and bitchy is always here to provide you with clapbacks and also some resources. Because, <laughs> like I said, yeah, you clap back. Yeah, and our then our you... Twitter is amazing. 
is an no. amazing source of resources. Yeah, and our Facebook, and we're beefing up our Instagram. So until next week, have first of all, have a good weekend, you guys. And um, just honestly, keep unlearning. All right. So see you next week. Oh, my bitch is bad and bullshit.